The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. What is man? This is the key. You gotta have some understanding of your identity if you're gonna go in there and do what God's called you to do. When God made man, I mean mankind, he got mankind out of him. So man was a duplicate of God because he was his son. He was meant to be operating on his level. But because of the power that was coming through one man, there is a lion in you that came through the DNA of your elder brother. So the enemy will try to put fear on God's people to keep them from leaving fear. So he comes with this fear, and this fear is a bondage because what it does is it connects a person with that spirit of fear who is Satan. And now Satan feeds them. Satan, whatever he's got, comes through that umbilical. And understand, we are not to fear because fear brings bondage. It brings a person into torment. Satan can conduct their lives. So God wants us to break from the spirit of fear and you can't serve two masters. So the enemy's job is to get you to fear that this won't work out, get you to fear going broke, get you to fear, man, when he starts telling you that, put it all in the plate. Put it, when he's trying to tell you going broke, you get the boldest presentation that you ever had and go before whoever he didn't expect you to go for and say, this is what I got. Say amen. But once you do that, faith kicks in. And faith brings God on the scene and compels him to work on your behalf, bringing to manifestation whatever he got. And God's got nothing but life. I said God's got nothing but life. So it's amazing what this fear will do. Okay, let's go back over there because this is what apparently happened in Job's life. Look what he says here in Job chapter 3 in verse 25. Look what he said. Now the enemy talked him into this, see? He talked him into this. This is what Job 3.25, please. And he talked him into this. He said, the thing which I, what? Greatly feared, what? Has come upon me, and that which I was afraid of has come to me. So the thing that I greatly feared has come upon me. So fear will draw what you don't want, just like faith will draw what you do want. Say amen to that. And folks, you can get rid of fear. The Bible says uh, perfect uh, love casts out fear. Say amen to that. He said, though I walk through the valley of the what? Shadow of death, I will what? Fear no evil. Why? For thou art with me. Why? Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. See? Now, notice what he's doing now. He's going to send you in a land full of giants, and they know some stuff up in there. And I'm saying that that is no place for you to start fearing because God's got your back. I said, God's got your back. Let's look at it. Let's look at Psalm 91 and verse uh, 5, please. Let's start there. Psalm 91 and verse 5. He said, Though thou shalt not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor the destruction that wastes at noonday, a thousand shall fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come nigh you. 
Only with your eyes shall you behold to see the reward of the wicked. Why? Because I made the Lord, which is thy refuge, even the most high, your habitation. There shall no evil befall you, neither shall any plague come now your dwelling. Watch this. For he shall give his who? Angels charge over you. And what? Keep you in how many of your ways? All your ways. God's going to give your angels charge over you and keep you in all your ways. Now, what we know in that land is that when we go in there, there's going to be a hedge. I said, there's going to be a hedge around us. And we got to remember that when that hedge comes around us, he warned uh, Moses. He said, now don't talk against your angels. If you look at the, Lord have mercy. I got to show you the. So look at, look at Exodus again, chapter 23, and look at verse 20 again, Exodus 23 and verse 20. Glory to God. Are y'all with me here? In 23 and 20, note what he said, behold, I sent an angel before you to keep you in the way. Now notice what he told Joshua, as I was with Moses, I'm going to be with you. So as I bid Joshua, as I was with Moses, I'm going to be with you. As I bid Bill Winston, I'm going to be with you. Now notice he got a hedge around it. Jesus, make a fence all around me every day. You, you know what I'm saying? We sing about it now. We're trying to figure out what we're singing about. And I sent an angel before you to keep you in your way and to bring you into the place which I have prepared. Watch this. Beware of him now and obey his voice. Don't provoke it. Don't speak against him. Well, let's look at what Job did. Look at Job chapter 6, please. And over in Job chapter 6, let's start reading at verse 23. Here's Job chapter 6. He said, Oh, deliver me from the enemy's hand. Redeem me from the hand of the mighty. Teach me and I will do what to my tongue? I'm going to hold my tongue and cause me to understand where I have what? Aaron. Now he's trying to figure out. He said, wait a minute. This wasn't God trying to put something on me. That's what's been preached. I'm talking about this genetic, genetically altered Christianity. It's been preached that it was Job trying to put something on, uh, God trying to put something on Job because he was testing him to see how much he could bear and all of that kind of stuff. And that wasn't nothing but garbage. It was something that was designed to keep you and me out of our inheritance. They weren't doing it on purpose. They were just ignorant about it. And they taught some people some stuff that wasn't God. Say amen. But if you come in here, I'm going to teach it out because you got to get your house. You got to get, I'm done my debt free. I'm done my car debt free. Now, I know we've used this scripture, no weapon formed against me prosperous. Am, am I right about it? But let's really look at that scripture in the message transaction, uh, trans, uh, translation. And let's look at that scripture. This starting at verse 11. This is uh, Isaiah 54. Isaiah 54 and verse 11. Look at it now. God showed me this. Aff afflicted city, storm battered. I'm about to rebuild you with stones of turquoise. Lay your foundation with sapphires. Construct your towers with rubies your gates with jewels, and all your walls with precious stones. He's talking to you now. All your children will have God for their teacher. What a mentor for your children. Lord have mercy. You talking about tutors, glory to God. You'll be built solid, grounded in righteousness, far from any troubling, uh, nothing to fear, from, uh, far from terror. It won't come close, glory, even come close. If anyone attacks you, 
don't for a moment suppose that I sent them. Come on now. Well, you know, God is testing me, honey. Well, go back to the Word of God. And if any should be attacked, should attack, nothing will come of it. So if anybody attacks you, nothing will come of it. I create the blacksmith who fires up the forge and makes a weapon designed to kill. I also create the destroyer. Watch this now. But no weapon that can hurt you has ever been forged. Any, watch this, any accuser who takes you to court will be dismissed as a liar. Man, this, this is, this is your stuff now, this is you. See, this whole idea of being hung up in court for weeks and months and some years, hung up in court, man, I don't care what it's about. That, that's not your inheritance. God's got work for you to do. He ain't got time for you to be in court. And that was something that me and somebody else was supposed to go to and to do some, some, you know, somebody wanted to come and testify. So I said, I cancel it. I cancel it. Because I don't have time for it. I got to preach. I ain't got time to be sitting up on some stand doing something. I cancel it. See, I can do that because what is man? You got to, you got to, don't trip. What is man? You can shift the atmosphere, honey. You got so much power. Put in that scripture up there. Let me just finish that. Praise God. This is what God's servants can expect. I'll see to it that everything works out for the best. I said for the best. This is you he's talking about. Now don't let Satan negotiate you out of your stuff. Bread comes with this. When you get born again, you got this. Say amen. So when you say from now no weapon formed against me shall prosper. You're loosing angels, and all of this is coming to pass in your life. You see, the Word of God, you got to put more faith in that than what you can see. Why? Because the Word of God is so strong, it made all of this. It can certainly change all of this. There's nothing more powerful than that word. Now, I want to show you this. So what happened with Adam? What happened with this deal? Now, Job, the Bible says over in uh, chapter 42 of Job, God returned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends. Now, he was held captive. What? That spirit, that fear spirit. Mm -hmm. And you've got to shake loose from that thing. Amen. And God will always lead you into a way that you will take a step of faith. Yes. And faith and human logic don't go together. Amen. I'll tell you that right now, okay? Now, Adam, 
what is man? Because this is the key. You've got to have some understanding of your identity if you're going to go in there and do what God's called you to do. He said, well, let's, let's look at Adam. Let's look at Adam. Adam had dominion over what? The fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, come on, the cattle over all the earth and every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So Adam had dominion over creeps. <laughs> all right. All right. Now, what happened when he sinned? Okay. When he sinned, he lost dominion. He lost his status. He lost his headship. He lost his fellowship with God. And his faith turned to fear. And if you look at Genesis chapter 3 and verse, starting at verse 8, he said this to him. He said, and they heard the voice of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. Watch this. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, where are you? Now, he's not talking about his location. He's talking about his position. He has fallen from headship. He said, I heard thy voice in the garden and I was what? Afraid. Because I was naked and I hid myself. And he said, who told you that you were naked? See, he hadn't seen his body. Has thou eaten of the tree? Wherefore I commanded thee that thou shouldest not eat? The man said, the woman you gave me. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. He'd been doing that all up till today. She gave me the tree and I did eat. Watch this. And then God goes on. And the Lord said unto the woman, what is this that thou hast done? And the woman said, the serpent beguiled me. What does beguile mean? He tricked me. He deceived me. And she was deceived. Adam was not. Now watch this. Now what I want to tell you is what is man now? We still after that. So when he sinned, the curse was released. The blessing flipped. And an idea of the power of the blessing that was on him can be seen in the curse. Now this curse cursed the earth from top to bottom. Everything was struck. Everything that moved, every molecule, everything that existed on this planet, the dirt, the sea, the, the fish, the vegetation, the animals, everything was cursed. The lions start eating the lamb. Uh, 
everything was cursed. Everything that swims, everything that flies, every piece of atmosphere, everything was cursed. Everything that crawls, everything was cursed. Why? Because of the power that was coming through one man. Now, I want you to see this. What is man? If you go just as a social experiment, even to the, a ghetto and see buildings all torn out and screens all torn out and windows broken, just talk to the people and watch what's broken in them is manifested. Y'all come on, come on with me. I'm saying you don't need a saved man. Even an unsaved man's got power because of the way he's made. Y'all looking at me like a calf with a new gate. Put up that Matthew chapter 12 and verse 34. Watch this. Oh, generation of vipers, how can you being evil speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, what happens? The mouth speaks. Next verse, please. A good man out of the good treasure of the heart bringeth forth what? Good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasure of the heart bring forth what kind of thing? Evil things. See, where do those things come from? They come from the spirit of a man. It's so powerful. Now, what am I telling you? Satan doesn't have the power. The only power he's using is what you got. He doesn't have that power. A man is made so much further, higher than Satan ever was made. He doesn't have that power. A man's got that. An unsaved man is the most dangerous thing on this planet because he can build something without God. You better hear what I'm telling you. You go back to Genesis chapter 11 and see that. These people said, let us build a tower up to heaven. And so these weren't full gospel businessmen. They, these were devil, devil worshipers. What's coming out of a man's heart is powerful. He's made so powerful. What is man? Well, you got to get him saved because he can talk himself to death. You take a man and he's headed somewhere and just change his speech. It'll turn his whole body. He ain't even saved. Now, when he gets saved and get that blessing on him, you got some kind of person. You walk down the street several days and decree things into the atmosphere where they shooting people and soon they won't shoot no more because you can shift the whole zip code. You just speak it. That's what it's about over in Jesus. Look at Matthew, Mark, pardon me, Mark chapter 4 and verse 35. Can, can I teach you all something here? 
devil lost his power. He, he can only now deceive, he can try to condemn or try to tempt. Those three things. If he could kill you, he'd just kill you. You're too high above him. You are seated with God in heavenly places. Man, you, you, man is something. And for them to go around shooting each other like they're no value. And this person is made in the image of God. God couldn't even get you saved with money. He had to spend the, the power of his own son's blood to get you into the kingdom because nothing else was valuable enough. You were in hock and he had to get you out of the pawn shop. Come on now. Don't think about your mind, people. Well, I'm getting old, you know, my mind ain't what it used to be. You got the mind of Christ. The only reason it ain't what it used to be is because you think it ain't what it used to be. But it's better than it used to be. Everything about you is different. Even if the body parts are failing, I'm going to get you up there. We can order new body parts. How do I know it's new? Because in the book of Revelation, he says he's made all new. You got new knees, new hips, new joints, new, come on. He made it so when 120 years old gets here, you live it long and strong. <laughs> Folks, when you get that royal anointing on you, that kingly anointing, then you won't have to beg nobody for nothing. It, money cometh. You, you, come on now, see, God. <laughs> I'm taking y'all too far now, y'all get here. Where did I tell you to turn? I told you somewhere. Mark 4, look what it said. In the same day, when the evening was come, he said to them, let us pass over to the other side. This is Jesus now. Watch this now. And then uh, when they had, had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was, in the ship, and there was also with him other little ships. Watch this. And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. Watch this. And he was in the hinder part of the ship. He was asleep on a pillow. Faith is always a rest. And they awake him. They said to him, Master, careth thou not that we perish? Watch this. And he arose and rebuked the wind, said to the sea, what? Peace be still. And there was a great calm. And then he said to them, he said to them, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no what? Faith. And look what they said. And they feared exceedingly and said to one another, what manner of man is this that even the wind, the sea, and the zip code obey him? Come on now. Jesus said the things that I do, come on, you can do them too. Folks, you got something to say about every place the sole of your foot comes. What am I saying? Look at the power that came out of this man. It affected everything. Everything out of one man. God planned for every person on earth to have that power. That's what makes you like God. 
He said, didn't I say in my word that you are God's? And all of you are children of the Most High. But if you don't realize this, you're going to die like men. That's what he said in Psalm 82. I'm here to tell you, I'm here to get you in touch with who you really are. And let me tell you, all you got to do is know it. Because when you know it, everything changes. Watch this. Your speech will change. Come on, your habits are going to change. Because who you are is royalty. You know, today's powerful teaching is from a four-disc series, What is Man? Now, to operate in the supernatural realm, the first step is everybody must be born again. <laughs> and that's where that anointing comes on us for the supernatural. Now, next, we got to make sure we understand who we are. In other words, our own identity. We have to carry that uh, mentality or consciousness of our superiority, not trying to be arrogant or proud, but understanding that we have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, and over all the earth. We're right back where Adam was in the beginning with all that spiritual capacity that he had from the start. So here's a very important point that you want to remember. The fall of Adam turned his faith into fear. And once it did, now fear connected him with the authority of the enemy, the devil. And so now Jesus was sent to restore mankind. In other words, he defeated Satan and took back the authority that he had stolen from Adam. And now you and I can move again just like we had never done it, just like nothing ever went wrong. And Jesus was the one who God sent, not only with the power that Jesus had to get our redemption back, but he shed his own blood. And that blood is a power that is strong enough and valuable enough to purchase back God's creation. You see, he couldn't buy us back with money, with silver, with gold, with dollars, <laughs> with whatever. But he had to buy us back with the blood of his own son. Jesus gave his life for all humanity. Isn't that a powerful thought? The announcer is going to give you some important information on how you can order this powerful four-disc series, and I'll be right back. What is man? This is the key. You've got to have some understanding of your identity if you're going to go in there and do what God's called you to do. When God made man, I mean mankind, he got mankind out of him. So man was a duplicate of God because he was his son. He was meant to be operating on his level. But because of the power that was coming through one man, there is a lion in you that came through the DNA of your elder brother. Release the lion in you that comes through the DNA of your elder brother, Jesus Christ, in Pastor Winston's dynamic teaching, What is Man? To order on CD or DVD by bank card at 1-800-711-9327 or online at billwinston.org. Order What is Man today. Proverbs chapter 18, 21 tells us that death and life are in the power of the tongue. Now, what does it doesn't say? It does not say it's in the power of the devil. <laughs> so what? A lot of people do it. The devil made me do it. Get, get that out of your mouth. <laughs> the death and life are in the power of your tongue. 
It's a lot of people that have gone to heaven and gotten there and say, well, you know, the Lord brought them home. He didn't have anything to do with it. <laughs> the tongue did that. So what the enemy tries to do is he tries to deceive us. He tries to even tempt us or condemn us, make us feel condemned about what we did maybe in the past or whatever have you. Listen, the blood of Jesus is powerful enough to cleanse that past and make it so that in God's eyes, there is no past. Now you only have your future ahead of you. Praise the Lord. This is a powerful teaching. Until next time, this is Bill Winston saying we love you and keep walking by faith. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers.